to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can find me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, uh, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today we have Shane Fleury on the line. He is the Chief Investment Officer over at Elevate Capital Advisors, and he is also a Level 3 CFA candidate. Uh, Shane, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. Good to be here. So I'm excited to get into your, your background, and also for uh, my viewers or my listeners, I haven't, I haven't talked to a CFA in a little bit, and I, I'd like you to get into a, that a little bit. Uh, they really, really difficult designation to work towards and to, uh, and to earn. Um, so we'll get into all that, but let's just start with your background. How did you get started as really a, um, as a, as an entrepreneur and in business? You know, it's a good question. Um, I, I guess I'll, I'll take it all the way back to uh, to one day I was I was tired of being a landscaper, and my mom had a had a pretty a decent gig at a place called Nationwide Financial. You know, Nationwide is on your side, and uh, I started there in the mailroom, um, and and really, you know, from the mailroom and from being a landscaper, and then being in an air conditioned office with security guards at the front door, I kind of was like, huh. I think I can do this uh this white collar thing, right? And uh and one day I was uh I was delivering mail and uh ran into some people and and was buying a coke and they asked if I wanted to be a customer service representative. And uh and from there just kind of networked my way and started uh taking on additional responsibilities wherever I possibly could to learn as much as I could cuz I didn't go to college. Um and just, you know, just kind of soaked it all up and was a sponge any way I could be. So I, I credit mom with uh, with getting me off of the lawnmower and into the mailroom at Nationwide. Wow, that's amazing. How, how old were you when you were in the mailroom? I think I was like 19 years old. Um, 19 when we started in the mailroom. And by the time I was maybe 21 or 22, I, I was a customer service rep. And by the time I was 23... I want to say, and back in 2003, I guess I'm dating myself. Uh, 2003, 2004, that would have been. I actually got my Series Six license, and you know, made my first trades on the trade desk at Nationwide. So uh, that's where it all got started. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. Uh, and so, what kind of? I mean, there's a lot of different routes and paths to go. Um, you know, um, nowadays, and, and I think a lot has changed, even in the market, and just just the speed that we're moving. Um, what kind of advice would you give um, that new entrepreneur or um, college grad or even person that just wants to get started in finance? What would you tell them? Uh, you know, it's just about, like, curiosity, really. I, you know, I, I even – I guess I'll even go back to a, a – you just reminded me of a presentation that a company called Van Campen um, gave when I was a young a young uh, person at Nationwide. and. It was called Fanatical Curiosity, and uh, for whatever reason, that presentation really stuck with me, and, and you know, the more, just, just be fanatically curious about people who you're talking to and businesses that you encounter and different ideas that, you know, that, that come across your plate and just try to, you know, chase down the things that you are really curious about, right? Don't manufacture the curiosity, but the things that you are genuinely curious about, um, just try to feed them as much as possible and 
you know, be open to wherever that might take you and whatever hours it might involve being at work. And, um, you know, just, just be really open and chase the things you're curious about. It, it, people like to say, do what you love, you know, and, and I, I think to a certain extent, that's great. Um, my wife actually sent me a, uh, an image recently, you know, a, one of these things they share on Facebook, but you know, if you do what you love, it's not that you won't ever work a day in your life. If you do what you love, you'll you'll stay up late and work really hard and get up <laughs> early and not eat enough and you know, not sleep enough. And it's just, you know, it's a labor of love. And so, you know, you take the good with the bad, but if you're fanatically curious and you really feed that part of yourself um, and, and just have passion about whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, you make the world a better place and leave it a better place. So that's that's what it's all about. Oh, that's awesome, and I can I can definitely uh, picture that uh, meme uh, very vividly, and I can attest to it. So. Yeah, it's out there. If you if you Google it, I'm sure it'll come up. It was for it sure. Me up. I see. Um, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the CFA designation. Um, only reason I want to bring that up a little bit further is because you know in, in my past I earned a CFP, so certified financial planner. But CSA, I mean that 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 thing's uh, that's a whole another animal slash beast. That's you got to be kind of specially gifted to, to um, pursue that path. Can you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, you know, I think it sort of just relates to what I what I said a moment ago. You know, it's a great segue to it. Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, right, money money was something uh, that, that didn't come easily for me when I was a young, a young man, and uh, maybe it still doesn't come easily, right? And so I've always been just really curious about how how things work and why do they work the way that they do? And, you know, all the way down to, to, to how does, how does money, you know, secure, uh, you know, not happiness, but, 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 you know, your lifestyle and, uh, and a roof over your head and, you know, the things that, that make life, you know, worth living and, and how do it just, how does that all come about? And, uh, and through, through my job, you know, at nationwide, I was exposed to a lot of people with a lot of money, obviously, and uh and i just always wanted to kind of feed that and uh and i guess just go to right to the top right and so if you're going to get a designation or if you're going to go do something why not just see if you can do it at the at the highest level you possibly can and you know i'm in a i'm in a good spot where um i do get to control my own hours and you know i get to work and and get to the office when i you know uh, when i have my first appointments and um, and so it, it's, you know, it's different for everybody, but my wife and, and child have, have sacrificed along the way, right? Because it is a massive, massive commitment. But, um, but the CFA is something that I think, you know, anybody who's really curious about the financial services industry and wants to know, you know, why are we, why are we using mutual funds? Why are we using ETFs? Is indexing good? Is active management good? Is the market really efficient? You know, these are really big questions. And, uh, I don't know if there's any real perfect answer for any of them, but, you know, I've just always wanted to know. I wanted to know all the information you could possibly know about the industry that I work in. And I think the CFA um, has the widest breadth of knowledge that you could possibly look for in a credential. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely a fact. Um, and, and, that, and that's an understatement. It's a lot. It's a whole lot to tackle. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's uh, transition a bit. I want to talk more about what you're doing as Chief Investment Officer over at Elevate Capital Advisors. So what kind of uh, clients are you helping and what, what are you helping them with? Yeah, so we've, you know, we've got three 
companies at Elevate. Uh, Elevate Capital Advisors is our registered investment advisor where we advise, um, you know, families and retail clients and some family offices and foundations and organizations. Um, but we basically just invest money for people. We, we manage portfolios. Um, I have a partner uh, and, a, and a team, um, but my partner, uh, Ken, he's, uh, he's a CFP as well. Um, he's got actually alphabet soup after his name. He's got several, several letters there. I don't know how many anymore, but it's a lot. And, uh, and he does all the planning work. So we help people plan for retirement. Um, I once earned the, the retirement er, uh, income certified professional designation from American College, but I let that go recently. Um, so we really focus on people who have, you know, sold a business and um, are cashing out and looking to convert that portfolio of real estate or maybe companies into uh, investments that are a little bit more, create a little bit more financial flexibility and, and less obligation to uh, go to work every day. <laughs> so, um, mm -hmm. so that's what we do in our registered investment advisor. We also have an insurance agency where um, we focus on helping people build cash accumulation type policies and, uh, you know, tax efficiency from a estate planning purpose um, scenarios. That's, that's mostly Ken's department, though. I, I kind of stay away from the insurance. Um, and then my kind of my my favorite thing to work on right now, my my pet project is Elevate Ventures, where we are now offering um, mostly to our uh, to our to the clients of our uh, registered investment advisor the ability to participate in private uh, company investments. So we have a couple portfolio companies that we're working with now. One's a, an esports company out of Philadelphia, and they're uh, growing rapidly. Um, doing a Series A raise right now, by the way. So um, feel free to give us a ring if you'd like to talk about that. But uh, that and then also a gold mine that is looking to maybe tokenize um, using cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, uh, some of their resources that, uh, that are in some sensitive areas in the Arctic. So um, lots of really fun things to work on uh, from that perspective. What do you find uh, – so there's a lot of business owners listening to this uh, podcast. Some are, are earlier in their career. Some are, you know, heading towards that point of liquidating their business or thinking about various exit strategies. Um, what are some of the things they should be thinking about? Oh, geez. Um, that's a, there's, a, there's a lot to cover there, I guess. For, you know, for the people who are just starting out, obviously, you know, just being hungry and 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 I, you know what's funny about about a lot of entrepreneurs is they they look to be the only one in an industry or the you know the first mover or whatever. But a lot of times, what I find when I'm evaluating some of these venture companies um, is that competition is the best thing you can hope for. I mean, if you're the only one chasing a market, maybe there's no market. Maybe there's a reason that you're the only one doing it, right? And so one of the things that we like to look for is some competition and say, wow, there are other people looking to do this. And, yeah, they might have a different angle or a different bent or a different target audience or, you know, whatever it might be. But there are other people looking to do this. And there is some other capital, um, you know, looking to fund these ideas. So being, being the only one is not always a good thing. Um, however, sometimes it is the best thing. So don't, don't let me talk you out of that if you're listening and you've got a unique idea that nobody's listening to right now. It, it may be the best thing that, you know, that anybody ever heard of five or ten years from now. So those things are very difficult to predict. Um, and for people on the other side, right, people who, are, who, have, who have built a good business and they're looking to cash out, um, you know, the number one thing that 
that we find in our registered investment advisory business is the folks that have cashed out successfully. Uh, well, I say two. I'll say two things actually, um, but they both they both sort of apply. Is you you have to have the foresight to cash out when times are good, and it's very difficult to do because when times are good, you think they're always going to be good. It's um, I guess going into my CFA level three studies, right? It's the that recency bias. Um, in some of those behavioral issues that all humans sort of experience, which which sort of make the, the markets not efficient, right? But if you can look at your property values that your business owns and controls or that you own through your business or whatever that might be, um, and also, you know, look at the revenue profiles of your business, um, you know, we're 10 years into into a, a bull market that's been, you know, pretty weak and pretty slow, but it's been a bull market for a long time. And it probably won't go on forever. So, you know, you want you want to prepare for winter um, in the fall and in the summer. <laughs> you don't want to wait until winter. So, um, you got to be looking ahead, and you've got to be willing to, uh, to to look at the next chapter and uh, and and embrace it. And if you're not, then then maybe you're just not ready to cash out. You know. So, we have a lot of people who are still working, and they're 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 older than they planned on being when they uh, when they were going to retire, right? So, um, and they're very happy. Great, great advice. Uh, so Shane, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on yourself or on Elevate Capital Advisors, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, probably the best way to go is ElevateCapitalAdvisors.com. Um, we've got a blog out there you can read. Uh, you can learn a little bit about our firm. You can also find us uh, Facebook. Uh, we've got a Twitter page as well. I think uh, it's at Chambers Ave. Uh, so at C H A M B E R S A V E, and uh, I think our blogs all go out there too. So um, you can find us there and get in touch that way. All right. Well, hey Shane, thanks for coming on the show, and to the listeners as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, uh, leave me a review, do all those good things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Shane, thanks again for coming on. 